The Browns made their first round of cuts. The roster is down to 53, and people are not happy. You're listening to the What the Elf Was That podcast, an iconoclastic look at the latest Cleveland Browns news. The What the Elf Was That podcast is part of the Fanatical Elves podcast network, a part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's your host, Joel Cade. Okay, if you're a football fan at all, you will know that today at 4 p.m., the Browns had to have their roster down to 53 people. And, well, the Browns were able to have their roster down to 53 people. So the final cuts are in. Now, this is probably not going to be the final roster. As uh, other teams are cutting players, the Browns might try to churn the bottom of the roster over, try to put some some different people on the team, some different skill sets that they don't have that they may want. Um, But as for now, the current 53-man roster is out. And let me go over that for you real quick. And then we can talk about why people are upset. So quarterbacks, the Browns are keeping two quarterbacks, uh, Deshaun Watson and Dorian Thompson Robinson. They're keeping three running backs, which are Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford, and Pierre Strong Jr. The Browns have kept six wide receivers, David Bell, Amari Cooper, Marquise Goodwin, Elijah Moore, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Cedric Tillman. They've kept three tight ends, Jordan Atkins, Harrison Bryant, and David Njoku. They decided to keep nine offensive linemen, Joel Batonio, Jack Conklin, Nick Harris, James Hudson III, Dewan Jones, Ethan Pochick, Wyatt Teller, Jedrick Wills Jr., and Luke Whippler. They've kept nine defensive linemen, Jordan Elliott, Miles Garrett, Shelby Harris, Siaki Ika, Isaiah McGuire, Ogbo Okoronkwo, Zadarius Smith, Dalvin Tomlinson, and Alex Wright. For linebackers, they kept seven linebackers, including a lot of names that I've never heard of. Matthew Adams, Moamud Diabate. I think that's how I said that right. Forgive me if I got it wrong. Tony Fields II, Jordan Kunasek. I hope that's right. Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, Sione Takitaki, and Anthony Walker. They kept 11 defensive backs, Anthony Anthony Bell, Grant Delpit, MJ Emerson Jr., Mike Ford Jr., A.J. Green, Ronnie Hickman. Ronnie Hickman made the team. Uh, Rodney McLeod, Cameron Mitchell, Greg Newsom II, Juan Thornhill, and Denzel Ward. And three specialists, Corey Bajorquez, Dustin Hopkins, and Charlie Hewitt. So that is your initial... Uh, 2023 Cleveland Browns. That's the final 53-man roster as it was put together at 4 o'clock p.m. today. So some interesting things. Um, That's the final roster. So before we start analyzing the roster, let's look at the people that were cut because there's some stuff going on here that I think is interesting. And I get the, see, I told you so moment that I've been waiting to have for a long time. But let's go over some of the cut list. Uh, Lorenzo Burns, Jalen Darden, Demetric Felton Jr. That's right, folks. They cut Demetric Felton in favor of the guy they traded for not less than a week ago. Hassan Hall, Mike Harley Jr., Sam Kamara, Jeremiah Martin. Again, these are the people who have been cut list. Tanner McAllister, Zaire Mitchell-Payton, Kellen Mond, Lonnie Phelps, 
Charlie Thomas the third, Isaiah Thomas, Tommy Togiai out of Ohio State, Austin Watkins Jr. Some people pretty upset about that, and kicker Cade York. And then they terminated the contract of Michael Dunn, Tristan Hill, Maurice Hurst. Maurice Hurst, baby. John Kelly Jr., the Hall of Fame preseason running back. That is like if there is a Hall of Fame for preseason players, he would be in it. And Michael Woods II was placed on the reserve non-football injury list. Okay, so there you have it. There's the cuts. Some interesting things about the cuts I want to talk about. First of all is Cade York, and I know we did this kind of requiem for a kicker uh, show yesterday on the Fans First Sports Network, so go ahead and k- check that one out. I'm just going to point out that, you know, the Browns did everything they could to hang on to this guy, to nurture this guy, to bring him along, and it just wasn't happening. And, in fact, I think Elliot, my my friend Elliot here, who does uh, the Cleveland Brainiacs with me, made a great point, which is, you know, the Browns have all been about competition, getting better, pushing everyone, you know, iron sharpens iron. But with Cade York, it's like they decided we're not going to bring in competition. We're not going to get him used to the pressure. We're not going to help him progress in, in terms of dealing with some of the pressure situations. And it, it just kind of fell apart. So moving forward, I think the Browns really need to have a kicking competition every single year. I've been sold. Elliot has convinced me that this is the case. So, uh, you know, my last name's Cade. You had this guy, Cade, around. I hate it when people, like, draft people named Cade. It, like, messes with people. People think my first name is Cade now and, like, all this crap. You know, no, my last name was Cade. It was my last name was Cade long before this dude was born. He needs to stop besmirching my name. And part of me, for that reason alone, I don't have to deal with this. I'm a little surprised with Tommy Togiai, but not really. Uh, that defensive tackle room was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty stacked up. And Tommy Togiai, although I think he had good technique and made some good plays in the preseason, you know his measurements aren't exactly what you're looking for in that position, especially someone who's going to double gap with short arms. That's not a good trait for him. Um, I'd love to see him on the practice squad in case somebody gets hurt. A lot of people up in arms about Austin Watkins Jr. And interestingly enough, the Browns you know, kept seven linebackers, which is really odd. But, you know, when you're only keeping six wide receivers, you know, Austin Watkins Jr. isn't going to make it. I mean, if they kept seven, maybe eight, you're also looking at you got to have a kick returner, you know, guy out of Cincinnati. um, I think it was Taylor got cut. Maybe he could return some kicks. Maybe pick him up off of, uh, um, I guess it's a free agent now. (laughs) You pick him up. yeah, I don't know. So I know some people were pretty down about this uh, Austin Watkins thing, pretty up about this Cade York thing. I'm kind of scratching my head about Michael Dunn, but let's let's go into the, the roster and we'll kind of understand some of that stuff. But before we go into the roster, I just want to ask you guys a question. Are you a fan of an NFL team? And clearly you are if you're listening to this. Would you like to attend your favorite team's week one game? Well, you're in luck. The Fans First Sports Network has given away four free tickets to week one NFL game of your choice up to $5,000. That's right. You can get some home tickets to see the Bungles at Cleveland. So the rules to enter are simple. Go to contest.fansfirstsports.com. That is contest.fansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. That's it. 
once you've done it, you're registered. You can get those four free tickets. You know, um, you can register to win the four free tickets uh, to any week one game. So what are you waiting for? Go to the website, enter it right now. Contest in September 4th, which means you've got about a week to get in there and get this stuff done. So get in there, make it happen, sign up, get your chance to be at the game week one. So now let's go look at some of the roster. Well, just some things that stand out to me in the roster. First of all, you're, you're keeping Jerome Ford, who we haven't seen. I don't know if he's going to end up on IR or if they're going to like keep him around. Maybe they think his hamstring injury is something that he's ready to come back from soon enough. I don't know. So you're going to need a running back of some sort on the practice squad just to deal with that situation. Pierre Strong, let's hope this guy has actually taken some reps, has become ready because you really don't want to see him out there week one, but you're also dealing with Jerome Ford who may be hurt coming into week one, which I don't know. I mean, like the Ravens just cut Melvin Gordon the third. I, I I don't know. Maybe you cut one of these linebackers and, and pick up Melvin Gordon the third. I don't think this is the, the roster that's set in stone, but that's an area that concerns me. Wide receivers, you keep six. I've seen the Browns have four on the field at the same time. I would I, I think they're hoping somebody's gonna come through in the waiver wire, um, get cut that they're interested in in terms of wide receivers. Um, I can't imagine they're only going to go into the season with six or they're going to stay with that. Uh, hopefully Austin Watkins can end up on a practice squad um, and be available. I mean, Mike Harley's out there as well, too, and be available in case you need some more wide receivers. Hard to believe they kept six, but I'm not sure what that's really about. Tight ends look okay. Offensive linemen keep in nine. You know, I'd like to keep 10, but – Keeping nine's okay. That that just means, you know, uh, Luke Whippler's going to have to play some guard. And right now, he's your primary backup guard because you kept Nick Harris, who's been a center, hasn't played a lot of guard. And you kept Luke Whippler, who's been a center, who also hasn't played much guard, but he's now been in the back. He's been in playing guard in the preseason. So they're looking to keep... Whipler and Nick Harris both as centers who play guard um, kind of makes me concerned because we know Wyatt Teller has a history of injuries. Um, I don't know. I don't know. And then you're looking at James Hudson. The third is sticking around and I, <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm thinking about James Hudson, keeping him around. Um, Dewan Jones. I like, but I mean, you're drafting Dewan Jones because you're not real happy with, with uh, James Hudson. Defensive linemen. Okay, I'm going to circle back to defensive linemen. But you got nine defensive linemen. They kept five defensive ends, which is interesting. Um, as predicted, as I predicted, Alex Wright uh, was – not Alex Wright, but um, Isaiah Thomas was cut. I thought they were going to cut Alex Wright. Now, Alex Wright ends up making the team, which makes sense. He was the most – of him and Isaiah Thomas, he was the more – uh, technically developed um, than 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 Isaiah Thomas was. Not surprised. I'm I'm surprised they kept five defensive ends. Um, little surprised, especially given that Alex Wright was like a fourth or fifth round pick. You know, you're not you got a not got a whole lot invested in him. So interesting. Uh, linebackers, you're keeping seven. Now this this one's confusing me. You got Matthew Adams, 
Mohamed Diabate, Tony Fields, Jordan Kusanik. This must be a lot of where they're stashing their special teams players. They're having these linebackers can come out, run around. These are your. Uh, this has to be a lot of your special teams players. Eleven defensive backs. Eleven defensive backs. So they went defensive back heavy. Although they went wide receiver short, which is uh, another th- reason why I don't think they're going to stick with six wide receivers. I can see some of these linebackers getting cut in lieu of some wide receivers. Um, specialist Dustin Hopkins, Corey Bajorquez, Charlie Hewitt. Right, we all know about the Cade York saga. Missing field goals, Instagram posts, kind of being crappy with receivers. Uh, not receivers, but being crappy with uh, the reporters. So, you know, that's a that's a sign things aren't going well when the guy's out there being kind of rude with reporters. Baker Mayfield used to do this all the time, you know. So that's your roster. That's my initial thoughts on the roster. I don't think this is a completed thing. I, don't, I expect to see some linebackers come off, some wide receivers come on, maybe shifting Jerome Ford to IR if he's not ready to go, uh, bringing in a, a running back that that makes sense, maybe bringing Demetri Felton up off of, off of a uh, practice squad if he doesn't get picked up by somebody. So there, there's your your roster. All right, so after the break, we're going to talk about some of my thoughts. Some of my thoughts on C, I told you so. And we're going to talk about some Ravens stuff and who they're cutting and why. So hang on after the break, all right? After the break, we have C, I told you so. C, I told you so. So, if you guys don't remember back the thing before camp, everybody, I mean, everybody on social media could not wait to cut Jordan Elliott, right? And I came out here in the middle of April, and the end of April, beginning of May, right when we had the draft. My third podcast I've ever done was Jordan Elliott was the big winner of the NFL draft, and he was because the Browns did not take a defensive tackle in the first round because he didn't have a first round or a second round pick. They took some guys to help him in other positions, which means they were happy with what they had in the room. Now they ended up bringing in big time free agent, right? They ended up bringing in Shelby Harris as well. So they weren't exactly happy with what they had in the room, but <clears throat> the Browns brought in a defense, defensive coordinator and installed a defense <coughs> that played into his skill set, Right. So for the first time, Jordan Elliott's coming to camp and playing a defensive style that actually got him drafted instead of like, hey, we know you're great at double double gap systems, but we're going to throw you in this single gap system. No, now you put him back in a double gap system, and the whole camp he's been labeled the starter. Now, I don't expect that to happen once Shelby Harris is um, in shape and ready to go. I expect uh, Jordan Elliott to come down to the number two. But at this point, he's not cut. You've cut Tommy Togia. You've cut Maurice Hurst. Maurice Hurst, I thought, had a pretty good camp in terms of his play. Of course, all we see is really just what's on the field. But he had a pretty good time on the field as well. I mean, he's out there playing, making plays. You know, Jordan Elliott's draft profile, his comparison was Maurice Hurst. So it it really doesn't surprise me. But there was everybody at the drop of a hat. I mean, even after the draft, Oh, the Browns drafted Siaki Ika. Does this mean Jordan Elliott's going to get cut? No, no, Jordan Elliott's not going to get cut. I said it four months ago, and I'm saying it now. He's He is the giant winner 
on this whole situation. And he's proved it by being on the first squad through all of training camp. Now, he probably won't stay there, but he came out and he played. And he played like he belonged. Because if he didn't play like he belonged, he wouldn't be here. So all you Jordan Elliott out, haters out there can go suck it. All right? Just go suck it. Because Jordan Elliott's the man. By the way, his uh, the guy they drafted from Missouri also, Mr. Defensive End, Isaiah McGuire made the team. So let's talk about defensive linemen for a second. You got five defensive ends, right? Miles Garrett, Isaiah McGuire, Ogbo Okwankwo, Zadarius Smith, and Alex Wright. I'm actually kind of surprised with Alex Wright. But you're keeping five defensive ends, which means you expect someone like Ogbo Okwankwo to start line up a defensive tackle or Isaiah McGuire to line up a defensive tackle. You could have... Zadarius Smith move around. So I'm not really sure why you're keeping five. So I'm, I'm a little confused on that one. Five defensive ends. If anything, I think you'd keep an extra defensive tackle, but maybe they're thinking that the extra defensive end keeps, gives them, you know, some versatility on pass rush to put in the NASCAR series that, that uh, Jim Schwartz came up with and just put in four defensive ends and just run them. Um, I'm thinking that's probably what's happening here, but I am a little surprised with with keeping five defensive ends. The linebacker situation, to me, I can't imagine it's going to stay that way unless they think Adam, Bibiate, and Tony Fields are special teams players. I just don't see any other way they make the team. All right, that said, that's my assessment of the roster. See, I told you so about Jordan Elliott. Now, let's get into the fun. Let's have some fun. Let's talk about some good old-fashioned Ravens hate. And by the way, I've got a new intro to my Ravens hate, so here we go. You ready? I'm actually a Ravens fan. Go to hell. Yeah. That for all you Ravens fans. So I found it interesting today as I look through the Ravens cut list. Let me find my notes. As I look through the Ravens cut list that... You know, a lot of no-name people are being cut. They actually cut Prochet, who, okay, he's a decent wide receiver. But if you remember right, and we talked about this ad nauseum between them on this show, and Elliot and I have talked about this show, with the Ravens and their five first-round draft pick wide receivers, we saw how the Athletic has written ad nauseum, how tremendous this offense is going to be, and how great the Ravens' offense is going to be, even though it's never worked in the NFL. It's somehow going to work now. And they had five first-round draft pick wide receivers, and they could not lose because they had the best wide receiver core in the NFL. They had Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., Nelson Aguilar, and Laquan Treadwell. Well, today, folks, they cut Laquan Treadwell. So the vaunted five horsemen are down to four. You know, the tremendous five first-round draft pick wide receivers that's going to take over the NFL, they've already cut one out of camp, which underscores my theory that the Ravens are in over their head right now, and I'm not really sure they know what the heck they're doing. But the cutting cutting the Quan Treadwell makes complete sense. What didn't make sense was bringing him into camp. I don't know why you're doing that. <laughs> I don't know why you're doing that. I think we've seen exactly what Laquan Treadwell is in the NFL, and we know that that's not going to be on the team. They also cut Melvin Gordon the third. 
big deal brought in. Oh, my God, Melvin Gordon's on the team, and they're going to have this tremendous running game, and they're going to this and this and this and this. Well, you know, he's gone, which, you know, maybe the Browns could pick him up. If he has anything left in the tank after watching him last year, I'm not sure he does. But Browns could use a backup running back with some experience. Maybe bring him in for a carry or two, at least until Ford gets healthy or we figure out what we've got in uh, Pierre Strong Jr. and going from on from there. So there's your update. There's the roster. There's the cuts. There's my Ravens hate. You know, the Ravens have already cut one of their five vaunted wide receivers and the five first round draft picks are already down to four. Of course, if you look at this list, you got Odell Beckham Jr. and Nelson Aguilar. I mean, okay, okay, Nelson Aguilar, he's on like third team in three years. Beckham's coming off a, a knee injury. Flowers, he looks like he might be pretty good against second teamers. I don't know what he's going to do against first teamers. And you got Rashad Bateman, who's not really turned out anything. So we will be tracking the vaunted five first-round wide receivers throughout the year as a part of our Ravens hate segment. Um so there you go. Real quick today, not, not a long one. Just wanted to give you the update on the roster and thoughts on the roster from there. So everybody tune back in next week where we do it all again in preparation for week one. Thank you for listening to the What the Elf Was That podcast. Please like, subscribe, and tell all your friends to give a listen. You can follow host Joel Cade on Twitter at The Left Guard.